Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. All right, we'd usually do the coronavirus update with jokes, but let's freshen it up, shall we? Sure! It is time for the Mark and Neanderthal Weekend Preview with Jokes! <laughs> this tell, you, is, tell you what's going on, right? Yeah, this is what's going to happen in the Valley this weekend. I'm sure Loverboy appreciated their 14 seconds of exposure on that Hell song. Hell yeah. That check will be nice. All right, so <laughs> through Sunday, you've got wind, water, and earth at the Desert Botanical Garden, which is not far from our studios. Yeah, we can almost see it from here. This That's an art exhibit featuring large-scale living sculptures using florals and plant materials. Ooh. So, uh, this was interesting. A nutritionist told me the best way to lose weight is to eat while standing naked in front of a mirror. Oh, yeah? How'd that work out for you? Eh, not so great. I got kicked out of a bunch of restaurants. <laughs> the I Want to Get High Festival that was rescheduled... It's now being rescheduled Saturday, apparently, from 4.20 to 11 o'clock. And I'm sure, I'm guessing that it'll, that's subject to be, to be rescheduled at some Perfect. point. You never know. But yeah, currently on the calendar, Saturday from 4.20 to 11, the I Want to Get High Festival, which features Cypress Hill and a variety of other bands. And where's that? Everlast. That's happening at the Marquee Theater. Nice. Yeah. It's originally scheduled for like August of last year. So who knows? Maybe that will happen. Here's hoping. I've decided to take up flying lessons, Mark. Really? Yeah. On the first day, I actually sat down and uh, looked over at my co-pilot and looked down and said, hey, man, what are all these buttons for? And he said, those are to keep your shirt closed. <laughs> Good. Ah, uh, you're funny. <laughs> Outdoor movies by Film Bar at Pemberton Ooh. in downtown Phoenix. Sounds kind of fun. They're doing classic movies in the courtyard of downtown Phoenix's Pemberton. That's on North 2nd Street. They're including this weekend 16 Candles and Dazed and Confused. Excellent. Excellent yeah. double. Excellent double shot. Yeah. yeah. Love to see both those movies. They're very, very good. So a naked guy breaks into a church. Of course, they call police. Police come. They chase him around for a while. Finally, they caught him by the organ. <laughs> and there you go. There's oh, your Mark man. and Neanderthal weekend wow. preview with jokes. <laughs> I don't think this guy knows it, but he's going to help us kick off this debate here. Okay. Who's there? Jim. Jim, Adam's family or the Munsters? <laughs> the Munsters. I think they were cooler. Okay. I think she was a little creepy. Who, Lily or Morticia? Morticia. Hmm. Morticia. Well, they're all a little creepy, aren't they? What? They're all a little ooky. Any altogether ooky, yeah. I believe. We're talking about this because Cousin It from the Adams Family, one of the great characters on that show, died over the weekend. And one goes with the other, right? When you yeah, think yeah. monsters, you think the Adams Family. Well, and, and it's funny because the reason why, I mean, I'm playing, and before somebody calls and says, hey, how come you're playing the monsters theme while talking about the Adams Family? Because he said the monsters first, so that's the one I went with. All right. Um, 
By the way, I never really noticed it before, but Yvonne DiCarlo was stacked. Um, she just came through the door, and I was like looking at the video going, huh, look at, look at the little <laughs> jiggle that's going on there. I believe she was in the Ten Commandments. That was Lily Munster. Yes. Was Yvonne DiCarlo, and I think she was considered a, a very, very beautiful woman. I, I'd have I, to go back and look at pictures, but... I don't you know, know what they, she they, looks like outside of the Lily Munster. Like, right, that's my they, only exposure to her. Yeah, you know, they got her in crazy makeup for Lily Munster. Yeah. Although she was, you know, quite striking looking. I yeah. think we can all agree on that with the silver streak in the hair and everything. The interesting thing about that... Um, is the Munsters and the Adams family? They're always connected because they're both CV sixties uh, uh, television shows, and believe it or not, they previewed within seven days of each other. It's almost like the television version of Tombstone and Wyatt Earp. Remember when they told the same story? Essentially, both those movies were out at the same time, at the exact same time. Yeah. There's there's speculation that the Munsters and Adams family, you know, the pitching of it. The Adams family cartoons go all the way back to the New Yorker magazine, but when they decided to pitch a television show. There's speculation that somebody went to a network and said, we're thinking about doing this show. And then now that they found out another network had picked it up, so they just said, well, we got to come up with something similar to it. You know, it's one of those, if one is two, if nine is too many. Right. Okay, so question then, very simple question, which was better? Would you like better? Monsters of the Adams Family. Yeah, 480-470-KSLX. This will be an interesting one because... Uh it's uh, and, and and if you want to do the Lily versus uh, versus Morticia thing, we'll we'll certainly entertain that as and, well. And if we don't agree with you, we'll lurch it. <laughs> We're literally changing the world here this morning. This is a, well, this is an important topic. I, you know, at the time has come to decide this once and for all. <laughs> it's a very brave, bold show we're doing this morning. It's time for us to look. We've been talking about making strides to make America a better place, more uh, delivering on the promise that the founding fathers meant for us. So we have to decide, and we're going to at some point. We hate to do this because one will be considered superior and the other one will be considered inferior. Mm-hmm. But it has to be done. Yes. So the question is, what's better, Munsters or the Adams family? Munsters all the way. Uh, and why do you say that? It is, like I said, I think that it's a little bit funnier. I mean, Herman Munster and Lily and just the whole Eddie Munster thing, I think it's just more, more, uh, it's just more hilarious than what uh, the Adams family was. But, do you uh, think it's because the Munsters were more blatant? As opposed to Very subversive, possible. I think I think a lot of the Adams family stuff was like it was inside beneath the surface humor that I, I think on the surface kids are like, oh, it's a monster TV show, but like like Warner Brothers cartoons, the jokes were really for adults. Right, exactly. And another thing is, uh, you guys need to Google a picture of uh, Lily without all of her makeup on. She is absolutely gorgeous. No, no, we just I never, did that. I realize how pretty. Oh, you did, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. We just did that. We beat you to that. Yeah, yeah. No, we're on, we're on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. All right, man. That's cool. All right, have a good one later. See ya. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I will tell you, as a kid, I watched The Monsters more than I watched The Adams Family. I own both of them now on DVD, both series, because why not? I, As a kid, I like The Monsters better. I but think it's because it's blatant. <clears throat> I will say this. In the wake of the death of Cousin It, and again, he was more brother It to me. That's how close I was to him. <laughs> but I, uh, I went back and I watched some Adams Family clips. And I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, who was doing acid on the writing team? Oh, yeah. It's no. crazy. No, it's it's out of, it, it's a lot like the monkeys. There was a lot of stuff that was beneath the surface. Yeah. And again, the monsters, to me, the big difference was, and we talked about this earlier as we went through the history of the Adams Family, those are, the Adams <laughs> Family are actually a real 
group, and they're not real, but are, you know, a group of characters that are unique to themselves, whereas the Munsters is a take on, okay, the husband is Frankenstein, you know, the bride yeah. of Dracula, the grandfather is, is the vampire, the, vampire. Kid, the kid is a wolf man, yeah. and then there's the outlier who is the incredibly ugly daughter. Right. Which I think is the only, for me, the only joke where, with the exception of Spot, uh, the only joke where the Munsters is infinitely superior to the Adams Family. I will say this. Each each place had cool things. Like uh, right. the Adams Family House, you know, you've got Thing, who's sort of your, your telegram delivery system. He yes. shows up everywhere in the house. Yeah, answers the phone. It's a know. hand that runs through the bowels and the inner workings of the home and Which shows up in the box. It's and, brilliant. It's a great joke. But you also had on the Munsters, one of the coolest things ever. Actually, two of them. The staircase that opened up. Yes. That, where, where Spot was. Where, where Spot was, who was a dragon. And my favorite, <laughs> yes, the family pet. Yes. My favorite was the phone booth that was actually the coffin. They'd pull that, they'd pull that yeah. cord in the hallway and the thing would open up and it was a coffin. Yeah, that's pretty but good. But it was a phone booth. That's right. where the family phone was. And the Munsters do have superior transportation. I mean, the Munster Mobile oh, and, and the Dragula. The Dragula and the Munster Mobile are, are by far two of the most iconic vehicles yeah. in television history. Yeah. That said... I will go, you know, character for character. Gomez and Morticia, and by the way, Morticia, Carolyn Jones, she's attractive, but she's not Yvonne DiCarlo attractive. No. Like outside, outside of the makeup, she's not Yvonne DiCarlo attractive. As I was looking at some of this stuff yeah. on YouTube the other night, my wife came away, and she's looking at it, and she goes, wow, what a beautiful woman, talking about Morticia. I never got that, really. No, not the same. Not and, the same as Lily Monster. Yeah, because I saw Carolyn Jones, who was Morticia. I saw her in other things. Yes. So I knew what she was in Batman. She was one of the criminals in Batman yes. at one point in time. So Looked a little bit like Susan Sarandon in a couple of her movies yeah you know but if you go back and look at these pictures of Yvonne DiCarlo out of the lily makeup it's like wow what a gorgeous woman but when you talk about lead characters Fred Gwynn as Herman Munster and John Aston as Gomez Adams I think that's a push they're both brilliant <laughs> they're both brilliant in the role I mean they yeah. really they really are good tv shows yeah when you go back and watch them those are tv shows that here we are 50 years later still talking about them. And so you, yeah, and if you want to, 480-470-KSLX. One rule, though, one ground rule. Which is? We're not talking about the John Shuck version oh, no. of Herman Munster. No. Watch your mouth. Not up in here. Now, that's, that's like talking about the Adams Family movies. Not up in here. No, sir. I think here on the Mark and Neanderthal show that uh, Cousin It would be very upset. This was kind of a tribute to him since he passed away, Cousin we would It think the so, Adams sure. family. But the Munsters seem to be stealing his thunder a little bit. Well, I, we asked the age-old question. I think, yeah, when you, when you consider Munsters versus Adams family, I think it is in the long run. And I prefer the Adams family. Um, but I get why people are preferring the Munsters. I look at the Munsters as kind of like the Three Stooges. And the Adams family is kind of like the Marx Brothers. You have to kind of pay attention. You have to be following along because there's a running joke there. There's some stuff that you have to be sort of invested in. There's subtleties. Yeah, if you're a fan of the characters and the story, I think the Adams family is superior. But if you're talking about just general entertaining television, and I think a great example of that is is afternoon TV, like when you would watch it on the after on yeah. afternoon television. Monsters was more mindless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was easier to, to get a hold of quicker yep. Yep. And, uh, and, but, and and instantly recognizable because when you look at the Adams family, you're like, okay, who are these people? What's going on here? You look at the monsters, you see, oh, look, Frankenstein, Dracula, yeah. Wolfman. You know what I mean? It, those are instant, like, like 
like Pavlovian triggers. Let let us first go to this guy on the phone. But when we come back after this call, yeah. let, let's play what we found. It was it was suggested to us. This is one of the most poignant yes. and relevant. I, it's amazing. You moments. want to talk about timeless? Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 play that clip from a Munsters episode in just a moment here. But you're you're a Munsters guy. Oh yeah, the Adams family never got out of the house. Where the Munsters, Herman was out drag racing. <laughs> yes, playing basketball. Leo DeRocher sees him hitting baseballs and wants to put up on the <laughs> Yes, yeah, that was one of the things. Was the uh, when the Munsters were seen in public, the reaction was a little bit yeah. more, yeah, you know, a little bit scarier. The Adams family were eccentrics as opposed to creatures. Yeah. I think wasn't uh, the Adams family. Uh, the husband was always looking at the ticker tape for the stock market yes, or whatever. Absolutely. Yes. yes. He, he, he was an eccentric. Uh, how about his trains in the basement? Yep. Yeah. Explosions. <laughs> yeah. He was no, only interested. In, he was interested in money and sex. Yes. That was really what drove him every money, single day. Sex and mischief. <laughs> yes. He wanted to do goofy. Yeah. Shit. Question. <laughs> you mentioned a Leo DeRocher episode. Let me guess when Herman swung and hit the ball. Load. <laughs> No, I think I think it went a country mile. Yeah, that that make it's either one of the two. All right, thanks for checking yeah. in. It's great. So, I can picture it now. So you know, we this is something we didn't expect when we were doing this. We thought, okay, you know, it's the 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 tribute to cousin it. We'll do the inevitable monsters versus Adam's family. It's you know one of those arguments that goes on. You know, it's like Dave versus Sammy. All a that bit stuff. Of silliness. Yeah, yeah, it goes on forever. We never expected that one of the most poignant and timeless television scenes of all time would still resonate today. It's a most amazing thing. We didn't think, because, again, we were just talking about how blatant the monsters are and how there was no real subtlety or, or messaging behind it. It was just sort of mindless yeah. fun. Yep. Until uh, someone called in, and I, I apologize, we don't have the guy's name, but he pointed out why the monsters is superior to the Adams Family, because I don't believe the Adams Family ever did anything like this. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. Be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly or handsome like your father <laughs> or you can be black or yellow or white it doesn't matter what does matter is the size of your heart and the strength of your character amen yeah i i, I think martin luther king was watching that episode he was like <laughs> i gotta use that Amen. That was beautiful. And Fred Gwynn for the win. How relevant is that even now? Right now. this week. Today. Yeah. That's chilling, isn't it? It feels good. Yeah. Feels good to hear something like that moved, from a stupid TV show. Moved to tears by Herman Munster. Who'd have thunk? What? Heavy was not something we expected when we did this mindless com- uh, comparison between the Adams family and the Monsters. We thought, okay, look, the, the, the mood of the country is a little bit tense right now. Uh, we lost a beloved character from our youth, cousin It, uh, Felix Sil- Silva. Silva? Felix Sila. Sila, yeah, was his name. Was his name. He passed, um, and you know, cousin It was, you know, it, it immediately gets us down a rabbit hole of Monsters versus Adams Family. Yes, which is, uh, you know, it's one of those timeless things that goes back and forth. In fact, somebody even suggested we need to do I Dream of Genie versus Bewitched, <laughs> which is a, a very, it's almost a parallel comp- uh, you, you comparison. Know what I would say They're to almost him, the same. What I would say to him is Major Nelson, <laughs> as Doctor Bellows would often say. Yeah, so so we didn't know that it was going to get this. Deep. Uh, but I, I think, I think we can call this one. It, it's over. The Munsters is, you know, when, 
from the phone calls we've gotten, Munsters is just killing the Adams family in terms of what is your favorite. Now that's, that's surprising. Now that all of that said, here is one the only, really the only uh, category where the Adams family has slaughtered the Munsters. We've got this is pretty cool, right? Great tune. Yeah. Very sixties. You know, very hip. I love Fred Gwynn comes in and immediately he's all mad that he, he ruined the door. Darn, darn, darn. And then just keeps walking away. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's cool, right? Good theme. Iconic theme. We all love it, right? Yes. It's not this. This is this is an anthem. Yeah. This is you can do this with your mouth. You can just go and everybody knows what you're doing. Here's the thing. Um, by the way, Carolyn Jones got top billing over John Aston. What? Go. Here's the thing. If you, it's a great song. If you hear the beginning of the Munsters theme, all right, you're like, oh, this is kind of cool. The minute you hear da-da-da-dun, you could do that in a stadium full of 100,000 people, and they'll all snap their yes, fingers at the same time. they'll join in. Yep. It is, I mean, so in that situation, in that essence... It's not even close. The yeah. Adams family destroys the monsters in theme song only. But that's the only category where they win. But still, everybody's calling in, making making various comments. Hey, Mark, I have to pick the monsters. I think <laughs> who has a grandfather that that hangs upside down? <laughs> yeah. Well, he was a vampire. <laughs> you know, he's a bat. So of course you hang upside down. <laughs> that's right, right? Yeah. If you're a bat, you hang upside down when it's time to go to sleep. Yeah. Simple as that. What's up, man? Hey, you know what I like about Herman Munster the best is that he went on to law school and eventually became a judge. <laughs> <laughs> Very nicely done, sir. Yes, yeah, indeed. Well, 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 you know, I, I don't know. I don't know that you know this, Mark. A lot, a lot of people know this. Herman Munster had a very long career in law enforcement. He was a cop That's for a while. Right, in Car 54. He was a cop before he became before he worked at the uh, at the funeral home. And then right. then he went on to become a judge. Unfortunately, his life was cut short literally by the Achilles tendon in Pet Cemetery. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, he was Fred Gwynn was awesome. I mean, yeah. he really was. He was Fred Gwynn was playing Herman Munster as Paul Lind. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, honestly they, believe that, they were, yeah. that that Paul Lind was the inspiration yep. for the sort of mannerisms of Herman Munster. Yeah. Did you want to play the clip again? Yeah, let's you do that. I is... want to thank John for, for reminding us of yes. this clip, a, a listener named John. And it's such a relevant and timely clip from there, the Munsters. There has never been a more relevant or, or timely point to, re, to, to, to reiterate this. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. Be tall or short, or fat or thin, or ugly, or handsome, like your father. <laughs> uh, you can be black or yellow or white, it doesn't matter. But what does matter is the size of your heart and the strength of your character. Mark and Neanderthal. So here we go. It's time for us to point out stupid people, and they are all around us, including here in the Valley and worldwide. It's the Mark and Neanderthal. Dumbass of the day. Little Rock, Arkansas Arkansas. is the spot. Yep. Sure. And 33-year-old Cordell Coleman had been cooling his heels in the Pulaski County Jail for about 24 hours. See, I didn't know Pulaski was an actual thing. I just thought it meant it was synonymous with being dirty. My mother used to say, what are you, a Pulaski? I don't know what that meant. Oh, okay. Apparently, if you came in, you were one of the Pulaskis. The Pulaskis were the dirtiest family in the neighborhood, apparently. Ah, okay. I didn't know that was actually a real place. Yeah. 
Sounds like your mom was engaging in a little, little subterfuge. Polish hate speech there. It's very possible. <laughs> Alcoholic and racist? No. <laughs> so, yeah, this was the Pulaski County Jail. So Cordell had been in there for 24 hours. He'd been picked up on a, a charge of public intoxication, and he was being released at about 2.40 in the morning. Wow. Last Friday. They, they release you at that time? Yeah. Oh. So Cordell had no one to pick him up from the jail, no money for a cab, no Uh-oh. money for an Uber, Uh-oh. and he didn't feel like walking. Yeah. So only one option. Mm-hmm. Cordell decided to steal a vehicle. Yeah, that is so, the only option. Yes. It's the only one. Yep. After doing so, Cordell drove about 10 miles, parked in an apartment complex, and fell asleep in the vehicle, which was a Little Rock Police Department SUV. All right. Now, I want to point something out. Dear police departments listening in the Valley and maybe everywhere on the app except you. You know who you are. <laughs> Stop leaving the keys in your vehicles. Well, why wouldn't they leave the keys in the vehicle? Nobody's going to take them. How many stories in the dumbass of the day do we have of people absconding with police equipment? It's been been prevalent the last couple of weeks. It is way, way more common than it needs to be. Yeah. Shut the freaking vehicle off. Take the keys out. (laughs) You can't tell the You can't sit there and preach to the community safety. Lock your doors. Close your garage doors. Never leave the windows open. Make sure everything is secure. And then you leave the keys in your own vehicles. You deserve to have them stolen. No, that's not true. It's still wrong to steal a vehicle. Is it? Cordell knows that. Don't they deserve it, really, at that point? Well, not only do they have ways of tracking the vehicles, the police vehicles, but the entire perimeter of the jail complex is under constant video surveillance. So not only did they find Cordell quickly, but they had video of him stealing the vehicle. No. It is back to jail for Cordell. Sweet freedom was very fleeting. That's Cordell Coleman. You're Mark Neanderthal, dumbass of the day. That was a beautiful story you just told. And the Dumbass of the Day is sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson, 159th Avenue in McDowell. They're open now. So we mentioned a celebrity selling his home in the Scottsdale area. I would like to point out that Mark, uh, in his previous life uh, between radio gigs, was a real estate agent and has some sort of an unhealthy attraction to Celebrity real estate sales here. You continually look at this stuff. You're like, I, man, well, I could the commission I could make off this thing. Well, I do. I saw this in in one, like one of the regular news pages yesterday. But it does fascinate me when you've got one of these huge houses, you know, celebrity house or a very very wealthy person, right? And it says in it, it lists as one of the features private elevator. Well, of course it's private. It's in their home. Yes, if exactly. it were a public elevator, it would ruin the house. Yeah, if you had a private elevator in your house, it would be a private elevator. <laughs> yeah. Every elevator. That's like saying private bathroom. Magic. Well, yes. Everybody, can you imagine you're just in the bathroom, you're sitting on the bowl, and just random people are coming right. in? Right, like, a, like, a, like it's the movie theater. Yes, yeah. it's private which elevator. By, which, by the way, this house also has a movie theater. And of course it does. I'm, Why I'm, wouldn't it? I'm talking about actor... Martial artist Steven Seagal. You left out fat guy and and fake deputy in uh, Jefferson Parish, Louisiana. There you go. He yeah. is he is listing his home, which is bulletproof, <laughs> in Scottsdale. By the way, let's just point something out. If you have to bulletproof your house, how disregarded are you <laughs> by your peers and society in general? Safety first. Really? Normal people don't have to bulletproof their house. 8,973 <laughs> square feet. It's a big sucker. I'm going to need you to build me a house that nobody can shoot. Yeah. 
$3,395,000 is the list price. That actually seems relatively affordable for a house of that size. In that area, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, that it's, seems... it's built high up. It's like by itself. It's high up. It's it's 3,000 feet above sea level, which seems an odd thing to say around here. Yes. Um, it overlooks the desert mountain. So it's it's really, really high up, Paul. It's really high up. I it's, would imagine so. It's like it looks down on things. On everything? You might even say it's above, above the, the law. law. The house, including all the windows, like we said, is bulletproof, which makes anybody inside of it hard, hard to, to kill. kill. Now, if you're coming to look at the house, uh, Stephen will give you privacy. He'll be out. Out, out for, for justice. justice. Remember Jesus. that if you get light-fingered while you're in there trying to steal something from the house, you will be marked, marked for, for death. death. The house is a bit isolated, by the way, so if you go up there, make sure you're not followed by, you know, a group of thugs or henchmen of some sort. Yeah, you could find yourself <gasps> under siege. Jesus. Again, the house is built very, very high of up. Of course it uh, is. Sure, overlooking yeah. the valley. So, so right. stay away from the edges around the outskirts of the property or else you'll be on deadly ground. Are we done with this? I think we are. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, the like horse I said, is dead, Jim. The horse is dead. It does have a movie theater in it. The bad news, it only shows Steven Seagal movies. Thus we know why the house is bulletproof. The first few, they were fun. After that, well... It's exactly 9 a.m. on a Thursday with Mark and Neanderthal and... Get into our big three at nine. Some sound clips that we have gathered through the morning. Want to start with old Mick Jagger? Yeah, Mick Jagger is. Uh, he just did a song with Dave Grohl. That uh, him doing sort of, sort of like a punk rock type tune, um, and has been, at least in his words, very prolific during his time apart from yeah. the band, the guys in the Stones. I've been pretty creative. I've written a lot of songs and done lots of uh, quite sort of finished records, and and then I've done like a lot of sketches and a lot of demos, and I mean, and that's one of the things that kept me going through the lockdown is being able to play music and you know set up little studios wherever i was and uh you know keep playing music like a lot of people that's what kept him from going crazy during the lockdown is doing music basically well what what is mick jagger's job when he's not in the lockdown isn't it to make music or is he just making more babies (laughs) he's doing either one here's what i heard in there i heard mick jagger is not having a lot of sex during the lockdown and B, he's re- recorded and finished a whole bunch of songs. The question is, will he release a whole bunch of songs? Does anybody really believe that we're going to get a slew of Mick Jagger songs released in the next six months? I'll tell you this. I don't want it to happen, but if and when Mick Jagger does pass away, there will be enough music to be to have releases every year, probably. He's probably got vaults worth of music yeah. that hasn't been released. And I don't think Mick Jagger will ever die because he and Keith Richards have a pact to spite each other. They just want to outlive each other. And they will. Yeah. Yeah, they're never going to die. So uh, Ronda Rousey, the former UFC fighter and WWE wrestler, was on Instagram announcing that a little one is on the way. Pow! Four months pregnant. Oh, what? (laughs) I've been pregnant since January. So, woo, baby bump. I can't hide it anymore. So, uh... It's time, it's time to show it off. <laughs> Baddest baby on the planet. 
coming to you soon. By the way, Ronda Rousey's 34 years old. If you're in your mid-30s, you got to stop doing the pow. Ooh, what? <laughs> stop it. You're not there with your girls in Scottsdale on the weekend. What? 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 You're going to be a mother. Start acting like it. The kid will be born with a mouth guard in. Yes, yes. yes. I would no think, teeth, but a mouth guard. By the way, uh, it was no doubt that she was going to get pregnant. She probably choked it out of her husband. <laughs> That's right. When you, you, when you have sex with Ronda Rousey, you're taking your life in your own hands. Yeah. You don't know if it's going to wind up where you want it to wind up or if you're going to be in locked in a triangle choke yeah. or an arm bar yeah. and have to give up. What, what? <laughs> Stop it. You're 34 years old. Walking by 11 months, spinning hook kicks by 11 and a half yeah. months. Toughest baby ever. I, she better get used to getting called to the principal's office for her kid kicking every other kid in preschool's ass. Okay, Jeopardy. The game show host or the guest host thing for Jeopardy is going crazy. They are bringing so many people in. Prime gig, I think. LeVar Burton is somebody who has got a lot of internet support for it. He's going to be guest hosting soon. Soon, George Stephanopoulos will be guest hosting also. Question for you. Is Jeopardy the greatest game show of all time? Because if it is, that's the prime. It is. Yeah, I mean, Guido says yes, and it probably is. Just in terms of, in the sheer simplicity of it, but the amount of skill you need to win it. It's and even execute it. It's not an easy job. Like, look, we're for, for all intents and purposes, we're all game show hosts. What we do on the radio and stuff. That game is fast paced, and you got to be whip smart to do it. Well, they're also bringing in Anderson Cooper. It's such a fast game, and it's so it's a fun, and you want to make it fun for the contestants. You know, right. they, they don't care that this is your first time, you know, guest <laughs> hosting. They want it to be the greatest experience that they can have. That's a good point. Does You can't mess up if you're the guest host. You have to be as good as Alex was so the contestant has a good time. Does Anderson Cooper really want the job, or is he just doing it as a guest hosting? Because he's got a lot of things on his plate. Oh, my God. And he just had a kid. Like, he just adopted yeah. a kid. Guy so. does nothing but work. So, I mean, and he certainly doesn't need the money. He's a friggin' Vanderbilt. Yeah. And I would say that Jeopardy is probably the toughest show to host also. Not only the toughest to win, but probably the toughest to host because it's very exact. But it is, I would say it is the heavyweight championship of game show hosting positions. Yeah. I mean, how many game shows are on in prime time and have been for, you know, 30, 40 years? Yeah. I think Pat Sajak's got a little wiggle room on Wheel of Fortune. Drew Carey can improvise during The Price is Right. But Jeopardy... You're bang, bang, bang. Yeah, they get a lot done in 22 minutes. Yeah. That's a that's a big show. So it'd be interesting. I, you know, who do you think gets it? I, I'm thinking it could be LeVar Burton. He wants the job. It's him or Aaron Rodgers. Those are my picks. You think so? Yep. All right. I don't know. I think Ken Jennings might get it. Ken Jennings is he's a good he's a good candidate also because yeah. he's it's the legacy of the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like it's the the equivalent of singing in the cover band and then getting the job in the band. That's right. Yeah. So we'll do the big three at nine again tomorrow right around this time. It's 100.7 KSLX. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. 
Hey Dude shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to.